Welcome to Fear Me, a podcast about The Walking Dead. Fear Me. Hi everyone, this is Kim. Stuart. And Scott. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Fear Me a podcast about Fear the Walking Dead. We're going to be recapping episode four of season two called Blood in the Streets. But first, we're going to partake in a little sippy sip. (laughs) A sippy sip. (laughs) Sippy sip. It must must be. It's like smoochy smoochy time. Yeah, what are you sippy sipping on there, Kim? Um, Oh, this is the Going Coastal. The one that, didn't you tweet about this? couple weeks ago yes yeah Yeah. a couple weeks ago they came out with it because i think uh sweetwater brewery posted on their twitter account fuck it's friday let's make a new beer (laughs) going coastal it's really good nice it's pineapple based sweetwater it's here in atlanta but it's pineapple based it's really good it's like tropical and i want to give a shout out to the place where we got it um we have a, a growler place down the street from our house and it's called growler time it's in tucker georgia right outside of atlanta and the guy who owns it his name is chris cordero and he's like super awesome and he gives us well he provides us all of our beer he does not give it to us but um <laughs> for sure <laughs> he'd be a real friend i know yes he'd be he going provides out of it for money yeah. <laughs> but he's super awesome so thanks chris no he is he's very cool I think he just wants to share the beers with people, to be honest. Yeah. I don't even think he cares about making Well, money. he's super knowledgeable. Because he tells you, like, what to pair your beer with. Like, I've heard about that with wine, of course, but not with beer. Oh, yeah. Definitely want to pair your beer with certain stuff. Yeah. What did he, didn't he give you something else, Ken? You said they had, like, some aged beer? Mm. It right, was a porter, but I can't remember second. the name of it. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I'll be drunk by the time <laughs> yes, this is over. Right. I'm going to make it through the opening credits. I don't remember the name of it, but it was a porter, and it had been aged for four years, and it was like 15%. Really? And it was super thick and syrupy, mm-hmm. but but it wasn't so thick that you felt like you were going to like get sick to your stomach, you know? So it was like porter jello? Mm, yeah. Yum. <laughs> Maybe not that thick. Kim's going to be extra entertaining tonight, I think. Yeah, That'd be great. Think what so. are you drinking, Scott? I am drinking uh, Sugar Creek. Brewing Company's Pale Ale. Sugar Creek is from Charlotte, where I am. Um, and it's a tasty little ale, I must say. How old is that brewery? Oh, uh, it's it's pretty pretty new, I believe. I don't think it's been around more than maybe three years or so. I could okay. be wrong, though, but uh, that's what I understand. Are you but satisfied by this beer, Scott? I am very satisfied by this beer. I will buy it again. Okay, good. There you go. <laughs> it, will, it will get on my rotation. Where is Sugar Creek in Charlotte? I forgot. Uh, it's through Freedom Park and so forth. Oh, okay, okay. Right. Yeah, I was thinking Myers Park area. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yep. So uh, if you're ever in the Charlotte area, you can go on by Sugar Creek. They have a, I believe they have a, a tasting room and so forth, and uh, try out some of their beers. Cool Good stuff. Cool. All right. So let's. So that's brew news for today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's just get into the episode then. What did you guys think of of um, Blood in the Streets? Um, I'll tell you. I'll I'll go ahead and start. Um, I thought it was fast fast paced. 
intricate, provocative, and surprising. Wow. I think it had a little bit of everything going on in there. Um, But I think the whole episode was about the theme of obligation. Mm. (laughs) You know, all about, you know, uh, like Nick being obligated to Strand or Strand to Thomas or Maddie to Strand or even Thomas to his father. Everybody had was being driven by obligations that they had set up. Mm Mm-hmm. So I thought it was an interesting, uh, interesting trend that was going. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was a very entertaining episode. I actually really like this episode too. I, I think this, this whole series just keeps getting better and better, and it makes me happy because I was really worried about it at the beginning of the season. But I'm really liking where it's all going now. I think I think it was last week's so that was kind of slow, but this week was like super fast paced, and I love the fact that we we're finally meeting some. Some bad people on the water. The water is no longer mm-hmm. safe. And um Yes. So yeah. So it was really yeah, good. Yeah, I was I thought it was good. I was surprised that they actually brought the um the radio voice into the picture. So the quickly. pirates. Yeah, the pirates. Arr. I mean, we kinda got a hint at the um promo stuff from last week, but I, I really I didn't even think that that's what that was about. And I also really liked the backstory to Strand. Because it made him a totally different character, I think. Mm-hmm. He's still he's still super cool, but oh. he's completely different now. Oh, and and, yeah. and let me tell you, you're you're full of shit if you called his motivation for going to Mexico. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> no way, no way. You thought that that was going to be his motivation for no going to Mexico? Way. No way. <laughs> People were saying online that maybe um, before this episode aired that maybe he was going down there to rescue a family member that they had held hostage or it was for drug money or, hmm. you know, whatever, like all kinds of stuff. This I did not see coming. Nope. No. Not at, not all. at all. He was going mm-hmm. home. Uh-huh. Yeah. He was that was heading to the roost. Yeah. Yeah. And great, I didn't, you know, great, I didn't, I didn't put two and two together that that was the uh, Mexico-U.S. border either at the start. Right. Uh, when they were, when he was going in, there was the fence. When Nick, and, when Nick was coming ashore. Right. Yep. Yeah, I, I tell you what, Mexico evidently is up and running. Well, as they stopped them dead at the border. Uh, yeah, did you did you Literally. watch the Talking Dead last night, Scott? Yeah, I watched part of it. When uh, I think it was a vet Nicole Brown was on it, and she said, um, "Isn't it funny that Mexico is the one mm-hmm. that put up the wall this time in the show, not the United <laughs> yeah, <that's> States?" Right. <laughs> and they don't exactly. want us in there. I can guarantee you, Donald Trump would be the first one into Mexico. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. When we first saw Nick coming up on the beach, I had no idea what was going on. Right. I was thinking, okay. You were wondering if he was naked, like really naked. I was, and I was pleasantly, (laughs) pleasantly surprised. You were like, oh, he is naked. Oh. That's not what I was following. Uh, well, I, I I had a feeling it was it was definitely on the I figured it was on the border because of the flotilla of ships out in the water, mm-hmm. and uh, and the helicopters flying over with spotlights. So I figured it was the border. Um, I thought that they the tent city was very creepy. Kind of you know after hearing some of Strand's backstory, it was interesting because that tent city really reminded me of of uh, New Orleans with Katrina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With yeah, all the tents cool. like that and so forth. That was cool. But I do got to ask. I do got to ask this question. Where did everybody go? I know. Good question. Because there was only, you know, very few walkers there. Yeah. And and lights were still on inside tents. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the fires were still burning. fires were still Lots burning. Lots of fires. Yep. Yeah. 
um, people evidently it up and just jumped out of there. I was thinking the exact same thing. I was wondering why, like, all these tents weren't starting to move and walkers were, like, stuck in. I'm like, the yeah. tent from The Walking Dead when they're in the hospital and oh, they had the tents yep. that were in that. Exactly, uh, on the breeze or in the walkway. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, but, yeah, people weren't moving around. You didn't see any except for that one walker. And then I was wondering, why the hell did he go inside that tent, zip it up, mm-hmm. just to escape? That? I was like, aren't you, like, enclosing yourself to, for this thing to fall on the tent and trap you? Well, I, I think he figured I can just hold it in the screen. Yeah, it couldn't bite through the right. netting or something like yeah. that. I don't know. Well, I mean, he was very clever in his in his movements. I mean, you know, he when he threw the water bottle to make it turn the other direction, you know, he was he was baiting it, and yeah. he had a plan. But at that point, I thought we were going to start seeing a bunch more walkers, except right. for that just that one. But. Yeah, but it does it does make me wonder where did everybody go? Well, and the weird part is that there were all those boats out on the water, like. Mm-hmm. For one thing, I never thought that there would be that many boats. And why are they all just stopped right there? Is the Mex- Because it's the Mexican border. But I mean, is the Mexican government like right there on the water with guns and saying you can't go that's any further? That's what that helicopter. Yeah, that's what that helicopter flying over was. And you could see one boat with a spotlight on it uh-huh. looking around out in the water. Yeah, they were the Mexicans were um, holding the border there. Hmm. That's why everybody was stopped and had that tent city. Well, no more tourists. I mean, the only other thing that I could think about for the tent city people was that they were probably lured away. They didn't want to napalm that area, obviously, since the Mexican border's right there. But um, they probably just lured them all away, kind of like concentration camps, and just mm-hmm. like shot them all or something. Did something to I, them. But it had to have happened recently because, I mean, literally, you know, the place looked like it had just been run out of. And it wasn't like tents were destroyed or anything. Everything seemed to be yeah. in perfect condition. So, yeah, even right. inside the tents, everything was still set up perfectly. Like somebody, like they were expecting to come back to so the So those tent. folks just had to get up and go somewhere. Right. And I right. think that's what made it so eerie is because everything was perfectly set up. Yeah. 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 It was, yeah. It was very odd. Still American flags on the side of tents and shoes hanging over a, a rope, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah. It was just... They got up and left, and it wasn't walkers that chased them away because there'd be more walkers around. That's true. That's true. Well, they might have told them there were walkers around or something, maybe to get them all to leave. But then when when he when Nick actually catches that walker mm-hmm. and starts to cut him open, paint job time. Didn't you think that Nick kind of looked a little bit too excited to be cutting that guy? I saw him gag. He <laughs> did gag, but he was well, like, he's, he was know, on top he, of it. He's got a plan, you know. He had yeah. a plan, and he, he was he was bound and determined to see how that worked. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, but he about threw up when he did it. Yep. Yes. It's getting all jellied up. Mm-hmm. And it did mat down that matted hair a little bit. So. Oh God. And caused him to get a shower later. So. At least he got a shower later. Mm-hmm. I have to ask though, Scott. Do you remember Strand saying something to him at the end of the last episode? About what he was doing, because I watching at the start of this one, I didn't remember what the hell was going on, and in fact, I, even in the uh, promo when they had it, um, and I saw Nick going in on the waves, I didn't remember. Right, I'd have to go back and watch it, um, but I do think there must have been a scene there at the end where you saw him whispering something to Nick. Well, because the weird thing was that we you know, here we are, we find Nick on the beach, and he's obviously you know ready. He's got the dry bag and and uh, mm-hmm. going in on a mission, and we come back to the boat, and it seems like for a boat 
these people don't really know where everybody is, and they're on a boat. Right. And Strand's able to get away. Nick's gone. And, and, you know, part of that is due to the fact that it's late at night and everybody's asleep, but they're not all asleep because, like, Chris is up. and Well, they, they were right. standing watch. Yeah. But they know, I, I think they, they know the other people were out there. You I think they think, knew Nick was out there? No, no. But I think they knew that, you know, that they were near the shore and that they could see oh, the, the flotilla and so forth. Oh, I even, gotcha. Yeah, even when you saw, like, an overhead view of the boat, there's more of those flotilla out there. Uh-huh. So they, so they are parked with this boat. I mean, mm-hmm. do you think that they, they know they're waiting for something? Because they don't seem to be, like, do, yeah, <laughs> the boat's stopped now. They were waiting so, for, uh, I guess, for Strand to tell them where to go to get through the border. You okay. know, they're probably trying to reassess the situation because they hit the, the uh, border and realized no one was going anywhere. Well, see, that's, that's kind of what I was saying about all the boats just sitting out there. Like, what are they all waiting for? Are they waiting for, like, an individual government boat to come up to each and every one of them and look at their papers and say, okay, you can come through? Like, if, they're, if they know that that's not possible, why are they all just hanging out there? Well, they may be hoping that the, maybe there was some kind of negotiation with the Mexican government going on, for all we know, that might have allowed the people in there. Yeah. Um, they may have been just waiting for the Mexicans to drop the embargo so that they could come over. Yeah. Um, who knows? But, I mean, as we found out later on when we were talking, you know, when we heard from um, Thomas Abigail's uh, muscle, Luis. Mm-hmm. That yeah, Luis. It didn't sound like there was anything impending because he was planning on sneaking them in. So it wasn't like they thought the border was going to be opening anytime I thought he, soon. I thought he was saying that he had to, he only had enough cash for something or other. Yeah, he, he, he only had enough cash to sneak himself and strand in to Mexico. Okay, okay. But it right. wasn't, I mean, it wasn't... His plan it, for sneaking into Mexico only involved the two of them. Right. So he was caught off guard when, you know... There's a boatload of people out there. But you got to have the dough, the greens. Yep, got to have the greens. Right. The pesos. Because so, all that's worth a lot now. Right. <laughs> spend, spend, spend. Well, remember, it's only been a week and a half of what they said on the Fear of the Walking Dead. I know, I know. That's on the weird, Talking Dead. That is the weird mm-hmm. thing. That's the hard thing for me to keep up with, is the fact yeah, that why would a Mexican border even be existing at this point? Well, because, because the Mexicans jumped on it early and closed it off. Well, yeah, but it it seems like this has been going on for months. Well, when it's you even saw though. You saw when when, uh, yeah, right. But when you saw in one of the flashbacks when um, Strand was talking to Thomas, um, you know, when he was getting ready to go back and deal with that land deal that he had set up, mm-hmm. and and Thomas was trying to tell him, no, you're not going back. He says the riots have started breaking out, even all the way down to to Los Angeles. So. Mm-hmm. Evidently, whatever happened happened earlier up in the United States before it did down south. So right. they could see it coming. So I'm sure you know. Once all the crap went to went to shit in Chicago and New York and all these places like that, the Mexicans threw up their border. Yeah, said they're not letting it across. Yep, and mm. um, and that's where they had that advantage. Exactly. And it is interesting because you don't know how long this lasted. No, it could still be that way in Rick's world for all we know. But what, what to me, what's interesting is, you know, is this something, and it's something that was speculated that this might be unleashed by the military. Mm-hmm. So is it, how far does it spread worldwide then? If it's, you know, if it's not even getting that far across the Mexican border at this point. You mean the um, virus you know, how, was unleashed by the military? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that one of the theories? Yeah. 
Exactly. So if it's unleashed by the U.S. military, you know, uh, the rest of the world is not dealing with this. Again, we don't know. We'll never no, know, I know that. But it, but uh, but um, you're kind of getting hints at that. That okay. Well, Mexico is fine. Well, evidently, it's bad enough that it's driving every English, Australian, and, and New Zealand actor to the United States. <laughs> That's true. So um, <laughs> to the West Coast. <laughs> to the west coast to be on this show that's right that's right but we did hear that paris was down right Mm -hmm. so no i mean it's very georgia no not paris georgia it's very possible that somebody from the united states took it to paris right you know so who knows but oh yeah i think it just it just ran way too fast for anybody i think just and of course, it's all speculation. But just based on what they, what Luis was saying, my my theory is that Mexico could see it coming. And they threw up their border. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes total sense. But I think it's cool to think that okay, it's it's not all through the world right now. I mean, yeah, it's mm-hmm. okay. Some major cities have been hit because um, you know you got a lot of of air traffic, people flying in and out of large larger cities. But there's still a good portion of the world that has not experienced this yet. Because you know, be. we're in the early stages of it, which with The Walking Dead, you know, everything's gone. Mm-hmm. At least from what we know, everything's gone. There's right. no communication. So how do we know? But you right. know, we're learning. We're learning more, I guess, in this. And well, didn't didn't the doctor say something in that um, in The Walking Dead episode where they were in the CDC mm-hmm. about the fact that it happened too fast? Doctor Jenner. Yeah, got out of hand and and went global. I think. Yeah, I think so. I don't remember exactly what he said, but I, I think that's that's exactly what you would see with a real virus outbreak. If that were to happen in real time, I mean, um, mm-hmm. it would spread pretty quickly just because of the airlines and the fact that people do travel mm-hmm. a lot more these days than they did back in, you know, 100 years ago or something. Oh, yeah. And hopefully some of these countries could get a grasp of it. The funny thing is that it's countries like Mexico – who maybe, I don't want to say, I mean, they're definitely not third world, but they're not as sophisticated, maybe you could say, as the United States in terms of prevention and that sort of thing. And they're the ones that are trying to get a grasp of it as opposed to mm-hmm. the United States. So They have the ability. Right. The United States had already fallen pretty much. Um, Mexico had, evidently in this world, Mexico had a chance to uh, get a grasp on things. Yeah. At least they're still holding together on the West Coast. Yes. And and it's cool to also think that Rick for The Walking Dead is still in his coma at this point. Mm-hmm. So he still has no idea that anything is going on. It's really cool to just see the to see the comparisons between the two mm-hmm. East Coast and West Coast and see where everybody is in in that timeline. That's really neat. Well, I think it's going to be interesting also to see if, as we see fur- further into our storylines and so forth, if Mexico does stay solid. No or way. If, or if things go, go to pieces down there, too. Yeah, I wonder what Canada's doing. I imagine Canada's dead. <laughs> yeah. They're real close to Toronto in New York. And, uh, uh-huh. There's a and lot they of, have no wall. And there's a lot of, lot of uh, you know, married, people getting married in Niagara Falls. <laughs> They're bringing it over the bridge. Hockey, hockey walkers. Hockey walkers. <laughs> Eat <awesome>. my stick. <laughs> <laughs> Ross would be happy. Yeah, he would. Yeah, yeah he, he would. would. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what did you think when when that raft started pulling up to the boat? 
And they were screaming, help, we need help. I was thinking, tell them to go away, tell them to go away. Me too. I was like, <laughs> shoot, Chris, if you have to uh-uh. ask, just shoot them. <laughs> right. I, I, I did not see anything good coming from that. No. I didn't either, but I, I didn't think, I, I definitely didn't think uh, that he would shoot him. I don't think I would no, shoot him. No, no, I, I agree. And no, I, and I, I also did not either. expect them to be the pirates, to tell you the truth. No, they, they got me on that one for sure. Yeah, that was I was well not played. expecting that. I thought it was just some other emergency or something. You know, someone else might screw with him. But I I would definitely have not let them on board. When Maddie started walking down the hallway with that the pregnant woman, I mm-hmm. was like getting apprehensive. And then when Travis said, so what happened to your boat? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he asked him again. Then yeah. I was like, oh, they're screwed. Yeah, when the guy answered, the- when he answered um, something like, I don't know, man, it was, we've been out there so long. It's just all running together. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah, nope, nope, yeah that nope, was, nope. I think that was when Strand was Danger like, Will Robinson, danger. He was, yeah, he was listening in on the conversation from above deck. Yeah. Yeah, but did you see how fast they pulled up to their boat too? And they pulled mm-hmm. right up to the back. They got on board. They like didn't even wait. Mm-hmm. They were just, they were going to do it. That's where you do it. You you element of surprise. Uh huh. Well, but if, if you're thinking, like if you're truly in in danger, like if somebody is truly like you know innocent and you've got a pregnant lady on board and you don't know what's going on, mm-hmm. I would think they would be a little bit more hesitant to just jump on board somebody's ship. Well, you know, one thing though that that does kind of crack me up is why didn't they pat them down? I know they mm. didn't take any precautions. They were just no. like, oh, you're no. in pain. They would have taken those guys' guns away from them if they'd patted them down. But the pregnant lady, I mean, that was pretty smart to cut her inner thigh like that, like mm-hmm. she did to present to, to make the blood happen. I, I agree with you, Kim. Um, I think probably could have been accomplished with some Arby's barbecue sauce. But... Because <laughs> but, that's always prevalent on the ocean. <laughs> Let's stop by Arby's on the way over. I know. <laughs> I want a roast beef and some Arby's sauce to spill on your leg. <laughs> <laughs> but the other uh, thing, though, is... Now, if the, you... the McFish filet, those are generally <laughs> everywhere. <Christ. laughs> Gross. There's nothing good happening there. <laughs> oh, my God. But if you truly oh. do have a pregnant woman that's in distress, you are not going to be walking her through the bowels of your ship. Yeah, I thought that was a little ridiculous. To get How her to the bathroom. Right. Like, dump her on the couch, and mm-hmm. you've got a wet bar right there. Like, mm-hmm. you know, figure it out. <laughs> you got a wet bar. Come on now. Drink up, Sally. Well, no, I mean, that's what she was trying to do is get her to the bathroom mm-hmm. so she wouldn't bleed everywhere and so she could clean right, her up yeah. and stuff. Like, you've got water right there and ice mm-hmm. and towels mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. jazz. Mm-hmm. Just, like, do her up right there. There's right. no need to walk her that far because she's going to, like, Yeah, or you would pain. probably just go right into the first bedroom you run into, not... Not all the way down the hallway. Further and further and further. But, nonetheless, that was a pretty cool sneak attack. They mm-hmm. caught him. They definitely caught him off guard. Especially, especially Daniel. What the hell was Daniel doing? Talk about sleeping at the wheel. He stand there with a shotgun. The guy just grabs it right out of his hands. <laughs> like, oh yeah, wow. I, I mean the I guy had a good point. Ass. He's like, if you have to ask, then yeah. sh- it's too late. Right. But if he had to ask, why didn't he stop him at the ladder? Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. it's like whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, he was pushing through. I think they were all taken aback. Um, oh no, they didn't seem threatening. It just all of a sudden they were amongst them. Yeah. Well, shoot in the air. I think, <laughs> yep. I mean, you know, Chris was like one of the first ones. Ophelia 
she still she still thinks that everybody's good. Chris, he wants to be a badass, but he just doesn't know how to be a badass yet, except with the walkers. Mm-hmm. He thinks that hair's badass, but it's not. Right. And so I think that, you know, he's still like a little kid when they board the ship. He's like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. Like, I right. think this is bad, but I think I need my dad to tell me but, if it's bad. But he played it right. I mean, the yeah. kid played that part correctly. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he played, you know, he was kind of panicked, you know, mm-hmm. oh, my God, am I supposed to do something here? And then he starts yelling for his dad. Right. I thought it was great the way he played that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't truly think that any of the points we're bringing up or there's any problem with the writing or whatever. It's just a question as to why wouldn't you do this? You know, like, why wouldn't you <laughs> yeah. just act this way? Right. Um, but it's but like, it, yeah, it, no, it no, all no. played I mean, very well. I think the, the writing was perfect. I totally agree. I, I, yeah, any points that we're poking at them with on there are very minor points. I thought the the scene itself played out brilliantly, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, you know, and they just kind of bum rushed them without looking threatening. And I'm actually liking the Chris character a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I'm getting the there. more. Yeah, the more episodes we see of him, like trying to feel his oats, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm starting to like him more and more because he's just an innocent kid who he's really just trying to figure it all out, and he's trying to. To stand up to and be somebody that his dad can admire when his dad already admires him. He just doesn't know that. He's just a yeah. typical teenager. Right. I mean, he's been pissy to his dad, but it's obvious by his actions that his dad is still the guy he counts on. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because he was yelling for his dad and, and, and he was yelling for his dad when the guy was waving the gun in his face. And I think mm-hmm. they've reinforced that even since last season. I mean, mm-hmm. he was kind of bitchy with his dad last season, but he was still... Well, even this like, season he was. Yeah, but he, he was still... Um, but they've been consistent, I, I guess is what I'm saying, is that mm-hmm. he was still going for his dad every anytime there was like, uh, you know, something bad was happening. Yeah, or, well, know, even, like some, when, even like when support. he's... Right, when he was on the roof and he saw the yep. blinking light. Exactly. Went right. to his dad to tell him. Even though his dad kind of just said, ah, shut up. I'm not going to go into that again. I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Forgive me for stepping on your toes. (laughs) Um, So what did you think about Strand abandoning his ship? Uh, That one is the one area I thought was kind of out of character. Same. Mm -hmm. That one kind of surprised me. I I don't think I would have had him... Maybe j- fall overboard or something like that, but I don't know if I'd have him trying to escape. That didn't. Th- that ship was too valuable to him. Right, he's so reliant on this ship. I, I just don't see him giving it up that easily. Mm-mm. No, even, I don't. Either. Even if Daniel took the clip out of the gun, I mean, find something I, else. I did like his reaction though, Daniel. You paranoid son of a. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that was good. Hello, <laughs> <No. laughs> strand. He's awesome. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> So you don't think that it was a, you don't think it was out of character for him to just save his own I ass? I do think it was out. Of, yeah, I I thought in that in, just because he's put so much emphasis on that boat. Mhm. Mhm. Now, one caveat to that may be that because he was where Luis is that maybe they were not necessarily going to be using the boat to get into Mexico. Mhm. So maybe maybe in that instance, maybe maybe so. Maybe he did jump board because he just wanted to get on shore and go find Luis. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't thought about that until just this moment. So um, that may give a little more credence to his his man man overboard deal. Well, that's actually a good point because I didn't think about that till now either. Like if if he is getting in that in the zodiac, 
to go off on his own and escape, where was he going to escape to? Um, right. Especially if he was, if he knew he needed money or these papers to get over the border, there's no way he could have done it on his own. Oh, we thought, you know, not only that, I'm going to take back what I said because Luis was all about getting to the boat. Yeah. They were definitely yeah, going to take right. the boat. Yeah. The boat was the intention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I don't think, no. I think that it was, was out of character. Key back, yeah, that was his key back home. So right. it was very weird to see him like, oh, well, there goes Strand all of a sudden. Yeah. And why the hell it, the hell is he getting away? That guy, he wasn't going he anywhere. trying to hide somewhere or something. But, but uh, doesn't it make you wonder, like, before any of this happened, what was his intention with the rest of the group when they actually got to the border? What was he going to do with them knowing that he only had enough money and papers for two people to cross? Was he just going to ditch them or like somehow get them off his boat? I don't think he knew. I think he yeah, was just going to play it I, I gotta, out. And... I got to agree with Stuart on that because um, I, 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 I think this episode kind of took away a little bit of my feeling that he was planning on just dumping them at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, because it sounded more like, like you were saying, he wasn't quite sure what he was going to do with them, but he was going to use them to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, especially Nick. Right. And I think I it, like I, I see why he had Nick now, mm-hmm. because he had to get Luis. And how how is Strand going to get there and go find Luis in this? You know, while keeping the hold of the boat. Right. Mm. Especially in the situation of mm-hmm. what they're dealing with right now, with uh, going on land and all totally. the walkers everywhere are right. infected everywhere. He needs he needs a scout. Yep. He needs someone to go and do the dirty work. And you know, and I think he is like you said, Kim, I don't think he has any idea what he's gonna do with him. But I think he was gonna hang on to him mm-hmm. for a while. I think yeah, I think Nick actually even said that to Luis once he he went on land and found mm-hmm. him. Yeah. And uh Luis was asking like, Well, I or was asking about how many people were there and what the hell he was gonna do with them. Right. Because mm-hmm. I mean Nick was like, I don't know. We'll just go figure it out. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We'll figure out a way. Okay. Now we may, you know, we may find out in the next several episodes or whatever that we are wrong about that. But I think, I think Strand maybe didn't have it quite as planned out as we think he maybe did. Yeah. Because it's obvious that Strand, Strand was not sent up there to do something um, pertaining to this outbreak. He got right. caught. Right. He got caught in the outbreak. Right. So he was he was doing what he needed to do to get the hell out. So I think we've eliminated the the uh, the whole adage that maybe he had something to do with with the outbreak or yeah. knew about it and stuff like that. No, he he just knew about where he had supplies and so forth and where the boat was he could get back. And why did why did he go back to L.A.? Uh, a land deal. Remember they oh, were that's right. putting together that big land deal, yep. and uh, and that's why Thomas was Thomas Abigail was trying to talk him out of going because this crap had already started going down in the U.S. Right. Okay. And he was like, "Look, four days up and down. I'll be back." Yeah. And I'm just going to sign the deal and then come back. Okay. And then he got caught. So Abigail, Abigail's a guy. Yes, Abigail is a guy. Didn't see that coming. Hello. No. no. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was an interesting turn. I thought it was actually kind of a cool turn. Yeah, I thought that the whole backstory was was very cool and well mm-hmm. um, well played out, especially with uh, he's in Katrina and just lost everything. Yep, yep. And so he's got to start over. Yep. Totally. Oh my god, I totally missed that part. He was in Katrina. Is that what happened? Yeah, that's where he yeah. lost all his money. Oh, 
he had bought a bunch of property right before he, Katrina hit. That's what he was explaining. Yeah. And he was telling he was telling Thomas that it's actually uh, he bought you know so, so many blocks of blah blah blah. He said uh, down at you know Eighth Street or something. And he said or whatever's left of it. Ah. Mm-hmm. He so, said, so he sunk totally everything broke. he had. He sunk everything he had as he was saying into this investment. Uh huh. And so that's when he got drunk with Thomas and they went back to the hotel room. I don't think he had ill intent with the guy at all. No. And then he saw the wallet and he starts pulling the cards out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Thomas is like, maybe I won't remember this. Right. And Strand looked at him. He's like, I guess he figured, well, the guy's not going to remember it. And he took the cards and left. Right. Right. And so when they find him later on. Strand, who doesn't seem very stressed out at all about the situation that these people just found him. Oh, I don't. Stole, I disagree with you there. You, th- you, you think he was stressed out? Yes, I do. I think he was actually very nervous. Hmm. Um, he, you know, Strand is always very cool and collected. Well, like, okay, I was going to say that maybe he's just Mister Cool and he yeah. was playing that out. But but he was he he there was um you know the way he was so appreciative that they weren't going to call the cops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was out of character for him. That's true. He said it like two or three times exactly like thank you thank yeah. you yeah so so he got caught and he was not expecting to be caught and i'll tell you this too i uh, he said he had always planned on paying it back i don't believe that really well no. okay but he he what he what he paying paying back the thirty six thousand he got off right. the credit cards right which he said he bought debt mm-hmm. and he was going to turn it in five years in back into what yeah he had Right, because so that was what, his plan, he, what right. he did before. Yeah, right, right. So he made his money. See, I kind of feel like, it, you know, a normal person would have would have stopped their credit card, you know. Mm-hmm. And Thomas didn't, mm-hmm. and it's like he he was trying to enable Strand oh, to do this. You know, totally agree with you. Totally yeah. agree with you. Oh no, 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 that was a fishing line. Uh huh. He said he exactly. obligated him. Yeah, he gave him the fishing line, let him take it. And then, right, and that, that was his whole line when, you know, he said, uh, what did he say? He said, um, I didn't I didn't bail you out, I obligated you. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. right. But I wonder how yeah. much time had passed between when they first met and he took the cards to when... I think a little bit of time. Thomas had found him. Yeah, I mean, it seems like several months had like passed. Like several months, yeah. That's what I was going to say. It's probably several months. And so... I don't know, it's Strand, man. He wouldn't need much time. I'd give him a couple weeks. <laughs> True. Probably turn that stuff around. I mean, if he, I mean, if he's already been in the game, he lost everything. He's probably got the connections going. He probably doesn't want to sit on those credit cards. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to try and do it pretty quickly. But yeah, yeah, it, it seemed like he was pretty. Well, I think he had. I think he had. I think he had dumped the credit cards for the debt that he picked up. Yeah. And uh, so he was working with that mm-hmm. at that point, mm-hmm. and that's why the you know Thomas is kind of like, so where is the rest of this money? Right. So I, I also wanted to say that I think it's very cool that they did not portray a stereotypical gay couple with this. Right. I thought it was very admirable that they chose two very strong characters that were um, very smooth operators and calm and collected and you know very strong-willed people instead of the stereotypical like flamboyant gay couple because I did not see it coming at all. Like even... Like halfway through the story, I was not thinking. I that did way. a little bit when they were at the bar. Yeah, I did a little mm. bit when they were at the bar. I thought he was hitting on him a little bit. I didn't get it until they were poolside, laying out. No, 
No, and then I, I thought, was like, I thought mm. when he reached over and grabbed his tie when they were sitting at the bar, that was a very intimate move. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, and actually, thought, when when he was taking him into the into the hotel room when he, when Thomas mm-hmm. was stinking drunk, and Thomas right. like leaned in and said something to him, and I was like, "Oh, that's a little close for comfort." <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's true, but yeah, I, you know, actually, I just thought that was because he was stinking drunk, right? <laughs> that he right. Was doing it. And I also don't know if he was as stinking drunk as as maybe he was making out to be. Yeah, I wondered about that too. But you mean he was acting? Yeah, maybe um, he was playing it. Maybe to an extent. Uh-huh. Because you know, even when he when he said that about, I may remember, I may not remember this. He didn't seem to be too overly wasted at that point. It wasn't yeah. like he was slurring words or anything. Exactly. Exactly. So I think it was. I think he had targeted Strand to work with him. Mm-hmm. Well, so so do you think that Abigail was playing Thomas? Um, was playing Strand and vice versa, or what? Do you think they? Were really I think in love? Abigail was playing Strand. I don't think Strand was playing Abigail. See, I thought it was the opposite. Yeah, that's how no. I felt. No, I, I I don't I don't I think. No, I think Abigail had him targeted. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder for what purpose. I think he recognized what he is. He recognized that this guy is it can get things done. Maybe he had had, you know, everything go to shit on him. But he recognized that this guy is one that can build stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, do you think that Thomas Abigail eventually fell in love with him? Yeah, I do. That's what I think, too. Yeah, I think that's what when he was talking about going up to L.A. and he was telling him not to go. Right. Uh, he was saying he's comfortable there and he mm-hmm. didn't need this. Mm-hmm. land deal that Strand right. was going up to make. He he said, I you know, I like the vistas we have here. I like what we have here. Trying to convince him to stay, but mainly because I think, you know, he cared about him. So he mm-hmm. didn't want him to go anywhere. The only um, thing I the only thing I wonder though is how much um Strand his feelings went towards Thomas. Right. I definitely think Thomas had very strong feelings towards Strand, but Strand, I don't know. I'm not not as sure. He may be playing it a little bit at that point. Uh, maybe. I don't know that we got enough of a inference right. on on that part of the storyline, though, as far as um, where where his feelings lay. But um, I love the actor that they picked for uh, Thomas <laughs> Abigail. That guy's great. If if you <laughs> do you hear the dog. Yeah, if you're yes. hearing like a crazy water buffalo in the background, it's, it's that is our me. dog. It's not my stomach. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's Rogue again. <laughs> oh, God, I got to go to the bathroom. I need pizza, pizza. <laughs> that is our dog going beer. crazy because a thunderstorm is rolling in right now, as oh, as happens in the south. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's been a hot, humid day here today in Atlanta. Yep. And so now we're getting a lovely thunderstorm coming in. Which actually, they normally happen at five o'clock. So, yeah, it's a yeah, that's awesome. Good job, Rogue. He's protecting yes. the house. Yeah, so he will probably. I love. I love moaning the, in the background exactly. on and off. I loved um, Strand's description of his parents when he said, uh, "What was it? A uh, strip mall preacher." Oh, oh right. yeah, right. And, that was good. And I'm sure my mother lived out a nice life yeah. somewhere else. Right. <laughs> I thought it was a great description. Well, and that's very telling about why he's as strong as a character as he is. He had to fend for them for himself, pretty much. Without a doubt. And yeah. and 
you know, who knows what kind of preacher his dad actually was, but if he was a strip mall preacher, he was probably out there all the time trying to solicit people to believe the way he believed, and therefore Strand was by himself a lot of the time. Well, mm-hmm. we, know, we know Strand can use words to manipulate people. Yes. We and saw it for sure in the, in the he, very scene, first scene we ever see him. Right, he probably learned it from his dad, from yep. the best. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he knows how to read people, which is yep. why he's got Nick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would be a good psychologist. Yeah. <laughs> An evil psychologist. Evil. Exactly. I don't know. I you know, I saw a lot more of the the light heart of Strand on this one. The more tender side of Strand. Is there a tender side of Strand? I don't know. Well tender tenderer. Uh-huh. 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 Side. <laughs> <Of Strand>. Right. <laughs> I think so. I don't know. That's where I think it changes character. He's still got that cool evil side, but it's um, uh, yeah. You're seeing the softer side of who this person was, like his his actual life. It's not that he's been kind of in the shadows manipulating people all the time. Uh huh. Right. Right. You know, he actually had a life. He had a partner. So it's uh, it's a definitely a different side, and he's still got skin in the game in this whole thing. So that's why truly, I don't think that he would have left the, the Abigail that quickly, but maybe he was hoping that he would be able to come back after all the shit went down. Cause he's su- got the keys. I suppose so. I, that's still, well, that's true. Yeah. He did take the keys with him. Um, I still thought it was kind of odd. It, it, that one kind of caught me off guard, hmm. but, but that's true, but it did put him in distress, which played yeah. into the later scenes where, um, Matt, Maddie has to go get him. Mm-hmm. That put yeah, that put Scott in stress too because he was he really loves Strand. Yes, <laughs> yes. You got that big full size printout of Strand on your wall. At yes, home, I so. do. My yeah. my uh, fat head Strand. That's who Scott wants to be. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, my fat head Strand. <laughs> oh, it's just too much on this wall. <laughs> That's you good. Need me on you know, that actually, wall. someone you on Twitter on uh, speculated um, while the show was going on, they wrote that um, Alex was going to find Strand out there. Oh, because heck they yeah. Cut Alex free. Mm-hmm. But, that would have been and good. I thought, no, that was pretty. That would have been sweet. Mm-hmm. But oh, we'll talk a little bit more about Alex later. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good. No, that is there. that is a neat point that someone would say that. I. I um, didn't know where that played in. How and, about well, uh, when it didn't happen, though? They said, "Oh shit!" Mm-hmm. Like right mm-hmm. after that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> that sucks. Um, so we, back on the boat, uh, Travis's uh, um, stalling tactics were pretty good. You mean, you know, yeah, going going yeah. down below. Yeah, getting the motor, doing the whole motor thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that sounded terrible. His motorboat going down below, <laughs> doing the old motorboating thing. The old motorboating thing. <laughs> now it was smart. Oh my god! Then he... God, this episode's going downhill. <laughs> well, I was, I was kind of like, why did you just volunteer that you can start the thing at all? I'm telling well, because you, because his he's son Superman. had a gun on his forehead. Yeah, I know, that, but that's kind of a. That's a little something. That's what I'm saying from last ah. week where he like all of a sudden knows how to fix a boat and uh, flush out the system and everything. And now all of a sudden he knows how to jumpstart it. 
He can hot wire a car. I guess he yeah. can hot wire a boat. I guess so. He's hey, he does, I mean, he does. He makes it more realistic by explaining that this thing's got a computer. It's it's actually a lot more complex than just starting it like that, right. hot wiring it. But and of course, the other guy's like, "Oh, what do you think? I'm dumb." I yeah. so much tra- wanted to say Travis go just laugh and go. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I know. Yeah. You're just a so. stupid kid. Yes. Yeah, you are su- silly. You're not even holding that gun right. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> go talk to Daniel. He'll show you how to hold a gun right. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I thought that was good. And then, uh, and then Maggie's head games with the pregnant girl. We never got a name on the pregnant girl, right? I don't think so. I, I listened the second time I watched it and could not catch a name on her. We only got a, a name on that redhead girl. Her name was Red. <laughs> yes, her name was Red. Well, we yeah. also got Reed. Creative. Reed was the the main guy. And Connor. Who, and Connor, Connor and Jack. And Jack, Kip. yeah. Which I'm not sure if it's Jack was his was his actual name or not. Uh, well, that's because did, didn't he call him Kip or something? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Reed called him Kip at one point, or he may have been saying Kid. I don't know, but I thought I heard him say Kip. I think he said Kip too. Like P. I think he did say Kip, mm-hmm. but I don't. I don't know if that was just like a nickname or something. Right. But right. I still think that that Jack Kid, whatever his name is, I mm-hmm. think he's still playing Alicia, and I I certainly think that she's playing him now. Oh, I think she's playing him big Definitely. time. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. not stupid anymore. I think oh, she I think knows she's that she's screwed up. I think she's going to end up killing that kid. I, I do, too. she's going to end up killing him. I do, too. I think she's, like, coming into her own, and she's going to be a force to be reckoned with pretty soon. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to like her character a little bit more, too. Oh, definitely. Ooh. Definitely. So, she's oh, got so oh. much more confidence right now. Right. When she told her mom to leave her. Yeah. Did Kip make it through that little firefight at the end there? I didn't even know. Yes. Yeah, he did. Yeah, you know, he left with Connor. Or, oh, that's right. That's right, because they yeah, left yeah, with yeah, Connor, they... with Alicia, yeah, right. and Travis, mm-hmm. and the pregnant girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They left They left Reed behind with uh, Red and, and Tall Guy. With the bars sticking through his stomach. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Which, come I on. I think Daniel's going to have some fun with that. I think so, too. He should be dead by now. And <laughs> I would. it would be cool if he actually turns on the boat. Mm-hmm. That might happen next week. That would be awesome. Yeah, that's fine. Throw them overboard. <laughs> Another floater. Make sure you keep the crowbar. We might need that later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's a good handle. Oh yes, it does. Um, pointing him in the right direction. But I really do like that they actually had the pirates come on the ship, and and that they made that entire story come to fruition, and that we actually got to see it right. happen. Because I thought they were gonna just let that kind of lie and just you know pass over it. Um, so it's nice to see that there actually is danger on the water that's not walker-related or floater-related. Um, mm-hmm. But I still wonder if they're the ones who shot up that ship from I, two I, or three episodes I think they ago. Are. You think I, so? I do think they are. Um, but what I was kind of surprised about it is actually they're a smaller group than I thought they were. Well, as far as we know. Well, from what they mentioned, I can't remember if it was Jack who mentioned it to Alicia or whatever. There's only like 12 of them. Oh, is that what she said? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And yeah. But we only saw like five or we saw like seven of them. Right. So we saw a third of them get wiped out. Yeah. You know, I, I wanted him to answer her question, how many of those people survived? Because I yes. thought that was a great yes. question when yep. she said, well, you know, how many of those people that you were dealing with are actually still alive mm-hmm. right now? And he mm-hmm. never answered. 
Right, because he wasn't he wasn't giving her the full story either. Mm-mm. No way. No. Yeah. And that's why I think Alicia Alicia knows that this kid is bad is worse than he's even saying he is, and that's why I think uh, she's gonna put this kid out of his misery at some point in the next couple episodes. But do you think that um, wasted the, love the the <laughs> the boat that Connor came in on? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Do you think that was like <laughs> <laughs> delayed reaction joke? Yes. I love it. Do you think that was like his main boat? Like, what? How long uh, were those guys out on that Zodiac? It still seemed to be kind of a a launch. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, think I think there's got to be some sort of base somewhere, especially if there's twelve people. There's where are those people? Right. And and how did they find Strand's boat? And how did they know their names? Well, that's okay. We'll get. Well, do you want to talk about that now? No, I think we can get into that later. Okay, we can get into. Okay, later. fine. Now, when we come back, we'll talk more about uh, about why they knew who they were and and uh, what happens with uh, with uh, Strand and so forth in the end. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we'll be back in a minute. Hi everybody, we're back. Kim, you want to um, bring up anything? <laughs> Got any points you want to make? <laughs> well, Scott, hey, Scott, you left off. You had you had something you were talking about, um, Alex. You had points about Alex, or well, uh, wh- yeah. I mean, what I was going to say is, I was thinking more about some of the questions that Kim were at was asking, and one of them was the really big question is how did Connor and the crew know about them you know know their names and everything um because alicia didn't give them that information Mm -hmm. right right so she said my theory yes my theory and this is somewhat based on what i think is the names that he knew is that he may have picked up alex Mm -hmm. and that alex gave him up that's what i think too and that's why i think alex may be coming back with a vengeance later on Yep, and she's still listed on this episode on mm-hmm. IMDb. Is she? Oh, yeah, really. Yeah, she yeah. is. I just think that uh, based on the the names he knew, I don't know if he knew everybody's names, but I think the names he knew were ones that she would have heard. Yeah. But, um, but he knew- and I have to go back and see that episode again to to confirm that. But I kind of suspected on the ones he called out that they were ones he would have heard. Yeah, but he knew exactly who everybody was. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like mm-hmm. he had already studied the entire ship and everybody mm-hmm. that was on board. So I think I think they definitely picked up Alex, and and that's what Yvette mm-hmm. Nicole Brown said on the Talking Dead last night too. That that mm-hmm. that was oh, her she? theory. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. I gotta ask that how far how far away do you think they let Alex go, and how far away? I'm just trying to think like geographically when they when they got in touch with the pirates in the first place. Well, let me let me let me put it this way, Stu: the pirates were following them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if they well, cut yeah, them they, off, 
they're going to yeah. run into Alex. Right. Sitting in that boat. That's true. That's so, true. And Alex is going to be very angry. When the pirates passed them, they were going south probably too. Yes. Right. Because they were heading. They, they went right. into that cove and they would have had to pass the pirates again mm-hmm. uh, to get down to the Mexican border. So. Yeah. The pirates are definitely chasing them and, uh, and Alex got left behind. I'm just saying the ocean's a big place. Yeah. It seemed very no small. In no that doubt. Episode. But if they're following right on that trail though, that they're going, they'll run across Alex. And the only reason they want this boat so bad is because it's such a big boat that can go far. And yep. self-sustain. Yep. As they said, it's a global cruiser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I wonder what their intentions are. Like what? Oh, I think they. I think they have a. I think they have a uh, policy of keeping those that they want to keep and killing the rest. But I mean, mm-hmm. what are what's Connor's group doing? Like, wh- what's their goal? Their end goal? Do they just want to? stay afloat and survive or do they have yeah, something they else like survive. like strand has where he wants to get down to baja i think they're i mean we we don't know of course right but i think they seem like to, they're just surviving yeah it just seems i mean eventually they're gonna run out of space on this boat unless they just plan on getting a flotilla well you know it leads me to think also that they may be on land Mm-hmm. Uh, like on an island or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because they're using small boats to get out and so forth. Yeah. That uh, they're not des- necessarily based on land. I mean, on a on a boat. That's a good point. Uh, no, I st- I think they have a water world base. <laughs> I think so. You think they have gills behind their ears? Well, you know, Possibly. they are in the Pacific where the big plastic gyre is. <laughs> They just live on that? They could live on the plastic gyre. <laughs> and hmm. if nobody knows what that is, all that plastic that you throw away, this is my biology spiel, all that yeah, plastic you throw away is going into the ocean and it ends up in this in these huge gyres that just circle and it collects all the um, plastic in, one, in the center of it and it expands for miles in the Pacific Ocean. So they could uh, just be living on that. That's where Godzilla came from. It is. <laughs> Your science moment. That was my, yeah, that was my PSA. It's got to be Don't near pollute. Japan. It's got to be near Japan because Godzilla is always attacking Japan. <laughs> oh, that's right. true. That's where the gyre is. Exactly. Um, I could go for a gyre. <laughs> Not the same thing. Um, so what about. I'm shaking my head what in ab- sadness. <laughs> what about when Madison goes and rescues Strand? Mm-hmm. Now, when th- when that happened, when they showed that scene, I thought that it was kind of like I didn't think it was reality. I thought it was him um, having a dream, basically, that she was coming to get him. I think I think this was another uh, moment of obligation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they they were obliged to strand. Mm-hmm. And they went and got him. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. definitely high on Maddie's priority list. Yep. And once again, they easily found him. Yeah. I don't necessarily believe that all these people are finding each other that easily. Well, it's well, a small world. You know, it was weird in that scene. It was like, in that scene, it looked like he was 30 yards away from the boat because the boat mm-hmm. pulled up on him. But it just was like, oh, he's just right there. He's never gone away. <laughs> he didn't really go that far. Well, I don't know. I don't think the boat went anywhere, did it? I don't know. 
through the whole episode. I think it just sat I mean, that's there. a good point, too. Well, there's no way he was just right No, there. no, I don't think so. But, I mean, <laughs> but he may not have been far. Cause that... Like, he can't be that pitiful of a paddler. <laughs> He's well, he was, he was going through hyperthermia. <laughs> the water's cold. Yeah. yeah, the water's cold. Yeah. yeah he was just he like, couldn't even hang onto his phone. right over there. Let's go get him. <laughs> you can see him. <laughs> He's like, I'm dying. I'm it's dying. the guy waving his arm over they there. They could have gotten the keys to the boat a lot faster <laughs> if they had just gone <laughs> yeah, to go get him. <laughs> yeah, they just you have like have one of those a... pool nets and yeah, they're just me... like trying to reach out for him. <laughs> you got a dinghy. You just shot up his boat. Go over there and grab him and get the exactly. keys. Exactly. Why waste your time? Well, but you know, our Strand, villains just go with the current. <laughs> our villains were not the we're not the brightest group out there anyway. So, no, they're millennial kids who don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah, led by a psychopath, many minds. You know what he reminded me of, Connor? He reminded me of Malachi from Children Connor? of the Dead or Children of the Corn. <laughs> Children of the Dead. He, he reminded me of Dom DeLuise. <laughs> <laughs> please bring me some grapes oh this is lovely you all will live i got to go yeah, he's Bye-bye. like out i'm out he drops the mic <laughs> exactly <laughs> leave it on a high note <laughs> you know what was cool though that the scene where uh luis is coming back mm-hmm. and he takes out two of the guys oh, i yeah, was not awesome. expecting that at all and he's a good but shot you got it He's a damn good shot because you're float, yeah. you're shooting off on a dinghy going about you know five knots. Yep. Oh, he's testing the air. He's making oh, sure yeah. it's yeah. I mean, I don't know if you noticed before, but when uh, Nick was trying to look through the binoculars, he was having some trouble. <laughs> exactly. Getting those things set. <laughs> well, yeah, he was like, "Oh, there's people on the boat. They're they're not our people." And he's like, "Which ones aren't?" Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it was like, pff, pff. "I don't even think I saw the boat on the horizon." Mm. No, they took him out. So Louise is definitely a good shot. Yeah, he's useful for sure. So that means mm-hmm. if Louise and Nick found the boat again, they definitely were not moving mm-hmm. in the water. They right. stayed put. And it's obvious, too, that Louise is very loyal to Thomas Abigail. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't particularly care for for Strand, but he wasn't leaving without him. Right. So here's a question that I just thought of. <gasps> <laughs> what about when they actually get down to the house in Baja? Mm-hmm. What happens if Thomas has already been attacked and has turned? Well, it would be a short visit. Yeah. But what do you think will happen with Strand? Emotionally? I think I think Strand will survive. I, you know. Well, it's kind of like what Scott was asking before. Is like, how do we know how much, how... Um, tied to thomas strand actually is mm-hmm. we don't i don't think we really know yet i think it'd be a lot worse for thomas if strand had gotten killed i agree i think thomas i mean i think strand is so you know collected and determined and and you know on the straight and narrow that if something did happen to him he would just carry on and do yeah, what he had to do that. if if he had anything he wouldn't share it I have to say he was pretty stressed out when he lost that sat phone, though. Oh, yes, he Yeah, was. he looked like he was going to cry. Well, he was losing all the feeling in his fingers. Oh, yeah. That's, that's why he lost it. That was sad. It, it's hard to see someone that's really strong just lose it, you know? To see their vulnerabilities. I thought that's the American dream. <laughs> to see strong people fall. Isn't that, isn't that the American dream? Yeah. No. Love you, OJ. Uh, okay. <laughs> 
Good one. Thank Seriously. You. Thank you. Um, so was there anything else about the episode? That... <laughs> Love you, A-Rod. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Do you people see uh, what I have to put up with? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If they don't, then they're just not getting it. I know. I know. <laughs> Anyways, um, so this time uh, they didn't play the no. I loved it. Music, the music at the playing? beginning. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. you mentioned that because I wrote it down and I forgot to mention it. That was great. Yeah, they keep tripping us up with that. Sometimes they play it, mm-hmm. sometimes they don't. They don't need to. They don't need to play it every time. I know. I think they should just hit us with it in the middle of the episode. All of a sudden, <laughs> like in the middle show. of the scene. Yeah, um, exactly. No, I love this. Like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> when Strand and music... Thomas kiss, <laughs> exactly, exactly. That would have been perfect. That would have been awesome. <laughs> or when they, when when Louise picks off those two people on the back of the boat, <laughs> bam, bam, <laughs> wow. Yeah, and Strand's just sitting there winking at you, like, you know. <laughs> gotcha, baby. <laughs> that would be great. Just talk um, about Shaft. <laughs> I, uh, God, where's his El Camino? Um, <laughs> I, I did think the, uh, the music though at the beginning was great. Uh huh. The, the kind of creepy music yep. that went along with, uh, his stroll through the, uh, tent city and so forth. Yeah. Thought that was cool. I am. I love the music on this show. I didn't mm-hmm. like it at first. They're doing a wonderful job. No, they're doing a great job. But I, I'm loving it now. Well, this, this season two has been great as far as mm-hmm. I'm concerned. It has. I'm shocked at how great mm-hmm. it is, actually. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the hell out of it. I look I, forward to it every week. I think that's one of the reasons I was so surprised that they brought the pirate people back so fast, because I think we've been so trained into, well, you're not going to see that for like another right. eight episodes. I'm totally digging it. I know. It's also like, oh, my God, they're right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. I didn't expect to see you till season three. <laughs> that's right. That's why I think we'll see Michelle Ang back pretty soon, too. Oh, I think so, too. It would be cool if we see her next week. But they really need to start getting some of these actors at um, Walker Docker, because they've only had two, Mm. Tobias and Chris. Yeah, maybe that'll change this year. I think it it will. I think think it will, too. I think they'll start picking up on it, because their ratings have been good. Mm -hmm. I know, when they're they're going up against Game of Thrones, too. Yep. In this time I know, how are they doing up against them? I don't know, news lady. I don't know. I guess I should know that, huh? (laughs) Well, from the numbers know. we saw, they're still the second highest rated cable show for Sundays yeah. after The Walking Dead. Mm. I got to tell you, we're getting a lot of people, yeah. too. So it's it's awesome. People are yeah. really digging it and into it. So. Mm-hmm. What's the state that's downloading us the most? The most? Missouri? Uh, most Michigan? is California. California. And then, uh, we love you out there, California. And Texas. But, you know, you're talking about Missouri. Yeah, we got a, a surprisingly... It's Large not misery, of... it's Missouri, Stuart. What did I say? Misery. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, not misery. <laughs> Missouri. <laughs> did I say misery? Yeah. No. <laughs> that was a good movie, though. Was good um, yeah, no, they, we've gotten a ton of downloads from Missouri. Yeah, love uh, you, Missouri. Is... Yeah, what's yeah. up with that, Missouri? Tell us why you, you like know... us so much. <laughs> yeah, really. We'd like to hear some people, you know. Give us some feedback. You know, what's really weird is we we've consistently gotten some uh, downloads from Madagascar. What? What? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Do they have internet on Madagascar? Well, I'm obviously, sure they do because we're getting downloads. <laughs> yeah. They have lemurs. One comes with the other. Yeah, I don't think it's a blimp floating in the area. 
They're picking up signal from Amtrak. It's probably a bunch of biologists over there bored out of their minds. Yeah, exactly. Possibly. How much are we getting from Antarctica? (laughs) I haven't seen any Antarctica, actually. I I would be surprised if we didn't get one. Uh, We get one Antarctica. No, internationally, we've gotten a good bit. Um, Good. Well, we got some brothers internationally, so... But mm-hmm. no, we've gotten a, a lot from United Kingdom and and uh, Germany. What and, do you mean we got some brothers uh, international? Yeah, well, it's some weird one from Thailand every now and then. Oh, um, but brothers, yeah, we're getting yeah. some from. Um, yeah. Oh, but they don't count. Cambodia and mm. yeah, Malaysia. all over the place. Malaysia, it's crazy. Really? Yeah, so write into That's us, crazy. people, and tell us like what's going on. Well, yeah. I think uh, uh, you know. Based on that, I, I think we have had some people writing in, right? Yeah, no, we had tons of people writing in on Twitter because, um, yeah, we posted something earlier uh, just for some uh, feedback from people and just to see what everybody's opinion was. And we were getting stuff from, uh, let's see, uh, Lady Dixon KR said, thought it was a great episode. Nick was amazing. And you can see a heck of a lot more fire with Madison. Uh, she continued to say, I think, because, you know, Twitter only gives you a certain amount of words. Anyways, she continued to say, um, I think they all need to really smarten up and toughen up if they're going to survive out there. And then we had uh, Ryan the Lion. Uh, <laughs> seriously? Otherwise, yeah, seriously. Otherwise known as Hercules Handy, uh, said, <laughs> great episode, new, new threats to the group, Strand's backstory was awesome, and Nick is awesome. Uh-huh. Very cool. Good comments. Yeah. Good comments. Uh, Lady Dixon KR said, um, I've liked Strand, but didn't trust him. He is definitely motivated by something. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And then she continued mm-hmm. to say, it is starting to get good, ready for Travis to man up. Uh, LOL, save him and Alicia. There you go. And then, of course, Evan wrote in. Evan. Oh, good. Yeah, and he said, Nick proves... <laughs> I love Evan. Yeah, Evan, you're awesome. Mm-hmm. He said Nick proves that heroin addicts can be capable even when the rest of the family is tied up. <laughs> and he gave it <laughs> a 3.25 out of 5. Yeah, Nick and I had a, had a little running conversation going today. And uh, he's got he's, the guy's on top of it. Nick or Evan? Evan. There you go. Yes. Did I say Nick? Oh, you did. Sorry, Evan. It's all right. <laughs> I'm sure he forgives you. Uh, I'm sure he does. <laughs> Kim, you got any news? I was going to say, we do have a little bit of news tonight. Mercedes Mason, who plays Ophelia, she tweeted during the episode that we would be seeing more flashback episodes for other characters um, during the rest of the season. And as we all know, that that's something that Scott Gimple of The Walking Dead really likes to do. And he's been doing more of it in the past couple of seasons. So I'm sure that that's rubbing off on... um, on the people with Fear of the Walking Dead. So that's kind of cool because I really like the, the flashback episodes. It's a good way to, to tell us the backstory of stuff. Yeah, as long as they don't spend the entire episode on it. I think the way they right. did with Strand was good. Yeah, because exactly. Because, I mean, it was just kind of peppered in there. Um, right. No, I agree with you totally. And, the and other... the, does that mean they're going to have an, a uh, flashback of just Ophelia? God. Well, I, I kind of hope not. But yeah. I think maybe as part of a story, but I don't want to. Yeah, I don't like think that. she's that interesting. But I think no. that the fear of the Walking Dead episodes are a lot different than the Walking Dead because we don't have characters on the Walking Dead that are as mysterious as fear. 
So like Daniel and Madison, like I would love to know what's going on with Madison. Yeah, we'll find out. I'm I'm hoping you know, that's we gonna will. be coming. Yeah. Um speaking of The Walking Dead, season seven started filming today down in Sonoy, Georgia. Oh yeah. Yep. And um I th- think all of the actors have been spotted. I know Norman Reedus and Melissa McBride have been spotted in town. Um but I'm not sure about everybody else, but I think they have. But um, anyways, but there have already been like five different people arrested today for what? stalking. Oh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just got to say this to the fans out there. Don't be that person. Exactly. Don't be just stupid don't be people. Person. Like you're ruining Remember, it for the rest of everybody. This is a else. show. It's a television show. We all love it. Yeah. I mean, on. I I haven't been able to confirm this, but I heard that these people were walking on the railroad tracks, and so if they were arrested for trespassing, so um, security is like supposed to be cracking down this season because of the entire Negan storyline about who he killed and who he didn't kill. So. The police are out there and they're in full force. So yeah, don't you, be dumb. You were not on the you were not on the tracks with them. No, I was not there. No, no. Okay. No, That's I'm not that sure. stupid. You have really good information. I do. I do. I've got Facebook. Were, the, were these the twice as far tracks? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, probably. Where, mm-hmm. The ones that go right through so? the middle of town. And apparently, and again, I cannot confirm this, so I'm not really sure, but I think it was people from the Spoiling Dead that were out there. They got arrested. Mm. Oh, good. But, um, so if you have plans to visit Sonoy, stalk smartly and from afar. Be respectful. Just go enjoy don't the Don't trespass or harass the cast and crew. Yeah, it's a beautiful time of year to see the nature out there. <laughs> the nature of Norman Reedus. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so Robert Kirkman's Outcast, they announced today that that show is going to debut on June 3rd. That's the one that's based on his other comic book, also entitled Outcast. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And it's going to be, it's going to premiere on June 3rd at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard. And it's the show that's based on um, the main character has been dealing with um, demonic possession his entire life. And this is the story of him trying to find answers about what's going on, and hopefully those answers will change his life. So I watched the the teasers for it. There's two teasers out as of today. Hmm. Yeah, they're pretty creepy. Hmm. So it sounds like it's going to be an awesome show. I'm still psyched up for that uh, Preacher show. I'm excited about that one, too. That's the end of May, right? That looks really good. Yeah, that looks really good. Mm -hmm. Very creepy. There's a lot of cool stuff coming out in the summer. Mm -hmm. So... Um, and then the last bit of news is that it's finally been announced that season three of the Walking Dead Telltale game is going to be produced. So hmm. um, Melissa Hutchison announced that the other week on um, the Walking Dead cast. And so that's pretty exciting because I love that game. That's a great game. Okay. And you can get that on cool. iPad and iPhone. And I think you can get it on um uh, Android, but I'm not sure. So, anyways, the, the kids aren't playing that, are they? No, they are not playing that. No, no, no. Okay. But I'm not sure when they're actually going to start producing that. Um, but uh, yeah, so look for that in the next year. Nice plug, Kim. Thanks. 
So, next week on Fear of the Walking Dead, which will be Season 2, Episode 5, Captive. Alicia works to reunite with, the, with her family. Travis meets a familiar face. Hmm. Madison and Nick lead charge to save their family against all odds. Yeah, who do you think that familiar face is? I think I'm going to figure that one out. Yeah, that's pretty simple. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back, Alex. Exactly. Or Tobias. No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> it's Tobias. Tobias is Walker food. Tobias, where the hell did you come from? <laughs> <laughs> it is a small world. I know, I know. No. You're complaining about him finding Strand in the ocean. Yes, right. <laughs> Tobias, we find him in Mexico. Tobias oh. has killed like 40 walkers with a spoon. He's like Rambo now. <laughs> he is. Yeah. He's like one big Swiss army knife. He's got the like headband wrapped around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's probably like kick ass. You guys got any... You got any got any predictions for next week, guys? Oh, it's mm. not going to involve Tobias. No. No, I just think that Alicia's going to be working it. And I think that all the... I think that storyline's going to wrap up pretty quickly. You think so? The, I hope yeah, so. Yeah, I think the I pirates so. on the boat are going to die pretty quickly next week. I want to see what's going on in Mexico. I think, I think we're going to still see a couple episodes of the pirates. Me too. Um, I mean, uh, like of the other boat, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think I, I agree with you. I, but I think there'll be like a big reveal next week with mm-hmm. with uh, Alex, and then the week after that, maybe they'll resolve that issue. Right. But I do think that Alicia may get out of there earlier. Mm. She make her. She may make her escape next week. Oh right, right, right. Yes, that's what they were showing on the preview. Right. So I think that's a possibility. So how many episodes are left for this part of the season? Three, I think. Right. That sounds right. Yes. Yeah, they they misquoted yeah, on the Talking Dead last night because they were saying that the end of the season is coming up. It's the mid season. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. Yep. Yes. Three episodes to mid season ending. Yeah, and they haven't announced when the second half is going to restart, but I think it's probably going to be August because it only makes sense that they would have it back up to the start of the Walking Dead, which mm-hmm. usually starts around the first or second week of October. Yeah, they'll they'll work it that way, I'm sure. So the second half is going to be how many episodes though? After they come back, is uh, it like is it another ten episodes? So it'd be no. seven, seven, another seven episodes. Seven episodes. No, because okay. it's fifteen episodes total for the season. So it'll be eight episodes then. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Yep. Hmm. We're on four. Three more left. Make seven out yeah. of fifteen. Get that you with out, Scott. There Thank you go. You. Use your toes. Teaching our youth. Yeah. Yes, I am. So I'm actually excited to see next week. Good. Yeah. I am too. Yeah. Should be good. So, anything else? No. No? Okay. No. <laughs> I think they left us with a cliffhanger. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think <gasps> everybody's excited to see what's what? going on. Yeah. yeah not we not got a cliffhanger. We lost two characters. We got two characters captured. We had one in the water. Two of our gang captured. One in yeah. the water. Didn't learn anything and from The Walking Dead. They're not allowed to do cliffhangers. People are like all up in arms over cliffhangers. I think small cliffhangers that can be dealt with in the very next issue or episode is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. But not season-ending cliffhangers that you got to wait six months for. Yeah. Okay. All yes. is well in the world. All is well. 
Thank you, everyone, for joining us for another episode of Fear Me Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. And you can also find us on Facebook and on the web at www.fearmepodcast.com. If you want to get in touch with us or send us your thoughts on the episodes, you can email us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next week to review episode five of Fear the Walking Dead. Thanks for listening. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Let's bring it back to them blocks off a new lot. Who a cop, nigga? I started from the shoebox. You grew a lot, but I schooled you how to do drops. In my tube socks, spraying from the rooftop. 92 pops, banging from my blue tops. It's me and you, I, Biggie Burst, Tupac. You forgot? I'm the one to let you rock. Yellow brick squares, yeah, nigga, I'm the whiz here. Can never fear, fuck boy, you just live here. Oh, this is wonderful. You're lovely. I gotta go. Bow.